It's Friday. Do you know where your IT pros are? We don't. It's Patch and Switch. And now, who knows what's going to happen? I'm just going to give it to them. It's Patch and Switch. I think this is working. <laughs> it's famous last words. <laughs> let's, let's, let's see what auto switch is when we come out here. Can't hear me. Is the, music, is the music too loud? What's going on? Oh, there we go. There we go. Are, are we? Are we there? I think so. I think this worked. I think this worked. Okay. So this is a new production platform that my team's been using for a while. Pierre is an expert in it, and he literally just kind of threw us to the to the cautionary winds after Steve, the audio guy, is somewhere with JFlow in a trailer, I think, in the backwoods of some national park someplace. And uh, Is the theme the deliverance being played? <laughs> <laughs> if you hear dueling banjos, watch out. <laughs> but the, the whole concept of... I just, you know, you guys can figure this out. I'm on vacation. So yeah, we're using a StreamYard solution right now. And and I, I spent the better part of last night customizing it to make it look a little bit familiar for folks uh, and figured out how to do most things. And I say most, not all. So this abruptly might end quickly. And I also might be streaming to the Channel 9 uh, developer page as well, which would be really bad if that was the case. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, so chat's really upset. Um, so, so uh, Diego comes in and he wants to know why there's no audio issues. Uh, Veronica's like, "What? Where's our audio? Or where's our audio <laughs> issues? Where are the technical issues? So, Traditions? Like, wait, what? What is happening here? I know, eh? I know. So, I, I know one thing we can't do: the automation that's inside of our page for Patch and Switch. Uh, would allow you to choose how to suggest words for the next show. We don't know what the words were for this show because you and I don't take notes. Right. Um, that's that's Steve's job, um, and he didn't pass that along when he went on vacation. Uh, so so uh, we just kind of name the show whatever, uh, and then it's now a matter of hmm. Uh, I can't see the can you can you see the chat inside of Twitch right now? Yeah, I've got chat. I've got I've got chat. So I'm, I'm on is, it. Nobody's, is, nobody's chatting. I think okay. we've just done them to death. Stunned them has actually worked. But I will I will kind of give you a little bit of a gripe because you're not using your portable microphone that is of high quality. Uh, you're using whatever you happen to have available in your work job, and that's it, right? Yes, and uh, yes. <laughs> so I'm 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 on a trip. Uh, you're rare. working. Seriously, yeah, working. you're working right now. Yeah, I came down and delivered a keynote session at the Dallas Fort Worth uh, Security and Azure uh, Security and Management Security and Management User Group. So DFW Smug. Nice. Uh, we oh. talked a little bit about application identities and the threats around them and what you can do to protect yourself against them, and um, then had an amazing presentation by the legendary John Joyner, who was in town, hmm. talking about this thing called Azure Arc. <laughs> it's just a small thing, you know. Um, and uh, shameless promotion uh, gave me a copy of the book. Oh, nice! The, the Arc enabled Kubernetes kind of and servers. Wrote. And then, do you see who wrote the forward? Uh, it's right in the middle of your name, so I can't see it. Oh, Thomas Maurer. 
Mr. Thomas Maurer. So nice. anyway, it was a super cool session because Ooh. they essentially kind of went through like managing servers with with Arc and doing things that I, I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it out loud, but like that things that SCOM did, did could do. Yeah. Um, but now uh, can be done via Azure Arc. Um, it was super cool. I don't know. I, I have not spent much time around Azure Arc since the announcement. And if you'll mm -hmm. recall, way, way, way back, Sherman set the Wayback Machine uh, to, I think it was probably, was it the last Ignite that we actually had in person? It's been so long ago. <laughs> uh, but, but I did I did an interview with, with uh, Aaron Chappell on that. Right. Uh, on that bit there. So yeah, so it was it was kind of cool to learn learn a little something new. We had some some challenges uh, with the weather earlier in the week that caused a lot of folks to, to to miss out. And then of course, in true form and fashion, there were also issues with roads getting to the office around the area, accidents, traffic. So, it was, but it was you know uh, the the people that were there were really active, and it was a super cool, fun conversation and chatting a little bit about security, common sense security. It was it was it was a good time. So yes, I'm in my hotel room in glorious Las Colinas, <laughs> which is a suburb a, a suburb in Irving, Texas, which is a suburb of Dallas, Texas. If you so, know where the airport is, it's is it right next to Houston as well? Because that's a suburb of Dallas, or is Dallas a suburb of Houston? No. Which one? No. <laughs> so at this point, the way they're Texas close is to each other, aren't the they? Price. At least yeah. are, they, are they close to each other? Sure. <laughs> yes. Uh, so yes. Anyway, uh, so, Diego, ho happy to host you in Lisbon. Are you in Lisbon? That is amazing. Wow. Nice. I've, not, I've not been to Lisbon. Have you been to Lisbon? I've never been to Lisbon. No. Do you know why I know Lisbon so well? It for me, I know why I know. It's a, what's your what's your uh, comment? Why from all the Windows uh, NT to Windows uh, to Ooh. Windows two thousand courses? Yeah, it was it was one of them uh, <laughs> that was always used uh, as an example of a regional office when they had those white papers that were written about how to design your Active Directory, uh, how to migrate to Active Directory and stuff like that. Ah, uh, the days. Lisbon, uh, Kuala Lumpur was also one, if I remember correctly. Yeah, Sydney. Uh, all the time. I've been Sydney, to Sydney. Absolutely. I have not been to Kuala Lumpur. Been to Sydney. I have not been to um, Kuala Lumpur either. Yeah. Huh. Uh, anyway, so hello hello in Lisbon, and it's great to have you. DEFCON veteran says that's a really nice book. Got it here too. Amazing. Yeah, it was really nice of John to give me a, a copy of it. We talked a lot about music while we were there as well. Did, um, did, did, he, did he sign it for you? Is it like a signed first edition? Oh, I. you know what? I think he did. Did he? He did. And yeah. did, did he write you a note? He, he did. He did. And let me see if I can. I've got to. I've got to change browsers because I was looking at everything so I can see it. So let's see. There you go. House music forever, Dallas. Right there on, man. Go. Save that. That'll be worth some money someday. At least a dollar three eighty. That's enough. That's enough to to pay for J Shock apparently. Nice. That would be one. Well. With with this new solution, I don't even know if we need to include those guys anymore. <laughs> we could cut them off and just make this exclusive now. They're in chat, dude. Oh shoot! <laughs> They're in chat. So hello, the other to, hello to J Shock, uh, J Flow, to to Jan. 
Uh, Vizio MVP in the house as usual. Um, Diego from, from Lisbon, the DEF CON veteran who previously mentioned. Uh, Val Temper, he's down in the PDX. He says, good morning. I say good afternoon or close to noon. Um, fun fact, it's 11 a.m. here. Didn't think anything about it in the hotel until the show basically started. Yeah, and we were in the countdown mode, and I'm like, check out is it noon? <laughs> so, so who knows if housekeeping is going to come pound on the door or not? <laughs> and I'm not packed. Everything is in a pile over here. Um, so, yeah, nice. anything could happen. Well, okay, so I've, I've got a very serious question for you since you are hotel traveling. I, I haven't... I have done a, I've done a, a, a lot of hotel traveling actually in the last month or so because of, uh, you know, life situations and stuff like that. But there's a discussion going on right now. I think it was kicked off by um, Hanselman, Scott Hanselman. Yes. His wife is the type of person when she hotel travels that she completely unpacks, hangs everything up, puts everything in the drawers, gets it all set up like she's at home. He is very much a open up the suitcase on the floor in the corner and has the packing cubes with all of the stuff inside of it. And that's how they, that's the difference between both of them when they're staying someplace. What type of traveler are you are you and how do you work with travel? Short trips. So this was basically two nights. Yeah, uh, I've got packing cubes and it's open on a bench just over in the corner. And then I also do my shirts and a little folder thing. Mm -hmm. thingy, and that's like hanging off. <laughs> one of the counters over here uh when we used to go do events and i was there for nine or ten days particularly orlando or vegas i would hang things and pretty much unpack because i was essentially living there and and, and and you you would have pretty shirts i never had pretty shirts you have button down collared ones and true dress shirts i never wore those yes true um but at the same time again it, it, there, there's a you know a a a, a ratio of how much effort to reward that I've got to deal with. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. That's what I was looking at there. What about so, you? So I don't, even know, I, I don't even need to ask you. <laughs> I am very much a packing cube and suitcase open in the corner kind of guy. Um, occasionally, if it's a long-term thing, I'll actually take the packing cubes out of my suitcase and put them in other areas sprinkled throughout the room. Normally, if I get a room, I get two beds and I will put all my stuff that I'm using on one bed and then I sleep in the other one, uh, which which works out well for me. So I'm very similar to apparently how Donna Sarkar is. She lives out of the suitcase and packing cubes the entire length of the See, stay. I would not expect that. That is amazing to me. And it's, it's, and it's quite funny. And so she, she was saying how Donna would go and do the same thing uh, but then she would like literally spread her stuff out over the unused bed as she's looking for things on a regular basis. What I do for the longer ones with the packing cubes and I have my, my suitcase separate is as clothes are dirty and I take them off, they go inside the suitcase because I will take the suitcase to a laundromat to go off and do my laundry uh, or drop it off for someone to do the laundry rather than use the hotel laundry for $300 for a pair of underwear and some socks. Yeah. Um, that was a that was a tip of the hat to uh, Anthony Bartolo, who expensed a three hundred dollar laundry to me once when I was his boss for Why literally washing him right underneath the bus. Uh, I, because I I love the fact that I can still do that, so, and he's not here to watch this anyway. He's on vacation this week, so uh, that's there. You know, it's recorded, right? Oh well, yeah. I guess he could find it. Maybe we'll we'll see. Fair enough. Um, it'll be your my little secret to see if he actually comes back to ask me the question. Diego says, no way. I live from the suitcase. Packing cubes from Amazon Basics rocks. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. good buddy Ludwig, who's in the house. Hey, Scott, how are you, Fred? Uh, congratulations, by the way. Ludwig's retired now. I know. I don't know. He's, he's got so much time in his hands. He retired. He's, he's, he's got so much time in his hands. He's going through all that old vinyl that he purchased uh, from different estate sales over the years. It's all tiki vinyl, too, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. I love it. Uh, he says he definitely unpacks unless it's only one or two days. <clears throat> Uh, another random IT guy says packing cube slash shirt folder thing all the way. Uh, good to see you. Um, I'm, I'm hitting the wrong. There we go. There we go. I'm, I'm hitting the wrong. Uh, you're hitting the wrong button. Quotes, quotes to be able to do. Oh, it. this is cool. Like it goes up on the stream. Yeah, totally, it does. Totally, it doesn't. Oh, call out Veronica for what she was mentioning. Uh, Veronica says girls have to at least hang up the dresses. Very true. Very true. Uh, and then of course Diego saying he lived 14 days just out of the random suitcase yeah or was he talking about the the laundry i do the laundry as well i yeah. uh when i was back in when i was doing the big monster tours you know london paris Prague, mm-hmm. back to london i would definitely in, walk in, a couple blocks to the to the drop off and then pick up a couple hours later it's the uh it's the before times once again before times yes exactly so I've got some cool, again, capabilities. We're doing from the trenches. Look at that right now. <laughs> okay. Did you have insomnia last night? I, I had a hard time sleeping. So I'm on at least a three-hour time difference still. I'm now coming back to maybe two hours uh, time difference. And when I stay up past 9 o'clock with the two-hour time difference, I start to get into the exhaustion phase. And so when I'm up at 10 o'clock, then I'm like, okay, I might as well stay up phase. So, uh, yeah, I was I was playing around with this. Again, I have no idea if I'm currently streaming on channels I should not be streaming on. So I'm hoping it only is the, these two channels. We'll find out. I'm I'm not happy with this webcam and the lighting. Uh, you got you gotta you gotta travel like you're gonna be on a podcast at all times, my friend. Yeah, that's an extra that's an extra suitcase just for all the kit. That's not mm-hmm. happening. Well, I will say from a streaming perspective, um, my wife Kelly. Uh, actually had a job interview while we were on a vacation visitation trip a little while ago. And so I actually packed uh, a ring light, <laughs> a, uh, a dedicated face cam from Elgato uh, and, a, and a microphone for her. So, and then we set her up inside the closet. It was a, when I say closet, it was a walk-in closet that was probably larger than my office uh, that had dedicated lighting and a makeup bench. And so we used the makeup oh, bench area okay. Because yeah. it had lighting coming this way, <laughs> so it was perfect. And then it was a nice little nook that you could go in and put the camera on and, and have it all ready to go. As she was having her interview, the person's like, I just got to say, is that like a fake background that you have behind you? She's like, no, no. Uh, we've rented a ridiculous cottage. <laughs> and I'm in the closet right now having this call with you. So they chatted about that for a couple of minutes during the interview process, which is rather funny. So That's super cool. That's super cool. Yeah, I just... Well, I was, when I left, I, I am so unpracticed again. It's amazing how being away from travel, you just are so unpracticed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was like, oh, there's plenty of time for me to go to the airport and took the kiddo to, um, look well, look at that. You just, just, just did the solo suite. I know. Right? I'm trying to figure out how to do the, this one. Oh, that's, see, that's the wrong person though. Yeah. I don't know. So I'm just going to keep on clicking buttons. Go ahead. Sorry. I'll stop. <laughs> sure, no problem. Uh, so I took the kids to dance. 
Uh, and I'm like, I can go home and, and finish packing up some things and, and just putter around until I have to leave for the airport and, uh, driving toward the airport. And then I get the little blip alert from, from Alaska airlines on my, on my app. And it says we're boarding at 10, 10 and it's currently nine 40 and <laughs> I'm just leaving the Redmond area. Oh, wow. Uh, or 9.30. It was about 9.30. Mm -hmm. uh, there was luckily not a ton of traffic, but I had expected to be boarding at 10.30 or 10.20 for a 10.55 flight. Yeah. Because they're typically 30 minutes. So apparently they've now pushed that because of so delays on everything. And, things. Uh, and I was woefully unaware of this. Uh, I did manage to get there, get parked, get the, the shuttle over, get through... Uh, security in th uh, so from the time the, the parking lot shuttle dropped me off till the time I was through TSA security was three minutes 18 seconds boom that included two escalators and a set of stairs because one escalator was broken oh yeah nice and then it was very streamlined it was 10 minutes to the gate uh because I had to do the had to do the tram yeah uh, very streamlined very streamlined but then I get to the rental car center and i get to the booth i don't have my license out don't have the credit card out i am so woefully un unprepared don't even have the key to bobby thingy to give to him so that he can scan the thing and then i pull out of the rental car center and i didn't have the cable to plug my phone in to get the gps coordinates up on the up on the screen so i have to pull over go to the back <laughs> trying to find the latch the unlatched so i have a, it was a, it's a really nice version of a jeep cherokee um and so one of the buttons apparently just locks the car oh yeah because i kept fighting with it and i'm like this is the latch this is the latch this is the latch and then i look <laughs> underneath oh wait hang on no this is it finally got it open got it out and then it just i've just been not prepared for travel I noticed that I've left a bunch of cables that I normally have with me. Not that I super needed them, but like, yeah. You're, you're so out of practice. Oh my gosh. Where 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 I was a professional traveler and literally right. would take me 30 seconds to pack up and go and I had everything ready and yeah, it's fine. It, everything's fine. Nice. I paid, nice. I paid for one of my meals with my actual personal card because I totally forgot I was traveling. <laughs> Well, good. It works better on the budget for that. <laughs> or lack thereof. <laughs> hey, I, I think I'm looking at the chat correctly here. I've actually got someone zero cool zero 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 asking about swag from us. You know what? Like, sure. I, I've got I got a pack of stickers over there. You can just see it in the background next to the Oculus, right there. Uh, happy to send you one. Uh, I don't know how to get your address though. Uh, you know what? If you're on Twitter at sign. Patch and switch, send us a DM, say hello. Um, I can easily front the 35 cents it's going to cost to send you a sticker uh, randomly at some point in the near future. And that applies to anyone that's watching this. If you like a sticker, help yourself. At sign, patch and switch. There you go. All sorts of fun. Good to see um, you in chat. And since we're still on the from the trenches. Yes. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Um, I've, I've been, you've been traveling and you're talking about stuff. I've been working with you and with others 
trying to do some stuff that we tweeted about earlier in the week, uh, which is trying to solicit suggestions and input for possible content that we could help facilitate if we can pull the right strings to get things done to uh, get some content inside of a little tiny show that's happening uh, mm. October the 12th, 13th, and 14th, really just 12th and 13th, but it's 14th in some areas of the world, uh, known as Microsoft Ignite, hashtag, hashtag MS Ignite. Um, just because, you know, we're going to try to exercise all of our political influence, uh, which is, you know, not that much. Uh, <laughs> to see if we can have some fun uh, and bring some stuff to that particular uh, thing. So we had, we, we had the tweet out there. People are asking about some stuff. Uh, there were a couple of suggestions that came in. Again, there's always time to do some more for some suggestions. Uh, but there was some stuff like bring back Don Jones and, and um, good old Mr. Snover as a possible one to do. Oh, uh, But Snover has now gone into retirement uh, and has left Microsoft and is, and is basically uh, traveling the world right now. So I don't believe his schedule would work for that. And Don is off writing books. He's on his third book now, I think, uh, that he's writing on the side. Uh, so that one there also might be a little bit hard to kind of wrangle up. Um, but, um, you know, there are some other cool suggestions that have come in as well. Um, the uh, but What about yourself, Joey? Who would be your top of list to be kind of cool to do or to have some kind of a, a session with or, or something like that? Well, I mean, I'm going to, I mean, we've got the obvious, right? I mean, Mark R, right? Mark Rosinovich. Like, ah, Mr. Rosinovich. How could you not have a session for him? That's which kind of, which that's one would obvious. it be, though? Would it be Mysteries of the Unexplained? Or would it be uh, like some kind of, some kind of, here's how I uh, figured out the, the, the latest DRM attack from a Sony DVD or something? <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. It's Mark. I could probably watch him draw an X-Wing on the screen for an hour. And that would be very, very, very good technical depth session. That could be interesting to everybody as well. He could break down the 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 technical the technical breakdown of a of, of an X-wing fighter. Yeah, that could. That work. way, I can pass the information along to my imperial friends mm -hmm. because the rebels. But anyway, um, I there's 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 a lot of people. There's just a lot of people. Um, I I would like to see. One of the things I'd like to see is a session by one of these folks or by like maybe a Ned or somebody that has like, here, here, here is why we did certain things. Like, I don't know, like, I'm, I'll just like the SMB thing. Right. And here's what you have to do to move off of it. And here's the tools. It's like common sense kind of things. Mm -hmm. But, um, <laughs> Absolutely in chat. I think you should hunt down the one person who understands Microsoft licensing for an AMA. That's brutal. We um, we we know Wes. We could always yeah, even Wes says it depends. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Very true. Uh, that one. I, I'd like be. to see. It's just so hard because there's a lot of there is a lot. Of, I mean, Jeff Woolsey. Uh, I'm just kind of going through some of the, the big presenters that, that used to pull the big crowds. I'm curious, is there somebody new? Well, for, for, for me in the security space, I remember I always used to love watching um, Paula. Oh, yeah. Like, no brainer there. 
she's yeah. she's got some amazing stuff she used to do in, in the the ignites and the tech eds of the world uh in the security space uh about hardening and about um protecting yourself and and different exploits and sort of stuff so she was very good um that i would Sammy like to as well Sa- we sammy yeah, yeah. Sa- look at that tiago mentioned it here Paula yeah. and sammy is another option yeah. be cool as well to be able to have that one there would be kind of cool <clears throat> um Hmm. The um, the the thing the thing that I'd like to see is is stuff that you know we can all use that uh, you know topic wise that uh, are facing people. I mean, someone someone on the server team, <laughs> believe it or not, actually tweeted out: um, if you're not using and moving your workloads to 2019 or 2022, you will be in an extended support situation come January. So even 2012 is is end of life. 2016, I don't think we even have an install base of 2016. People just kind of stayed on 2012 for the most part. So if you're running workloads and uh, you need to have support, it's got to be at least 2019 coming up because there's nothing in between those two. So timing wise, it could very well be like not to plug anything, but what if you and I did like a a, a migrating to <laughs> remember that. <laughs> So let's see. When was the first? What was the first OS that we did the first run on? It would it would have been two thousand and eight to uh, twenty twelve, I think. And then we refreshed it, right? Yeah, did it again. Or, or was it? Or was it even two? It wasn't two thousand and three. No, couldn't. We're not. No, it had to have been two thousand. We're old. We're not that freaking old. <laughs> yeah, it had to be two thousand and eight to to twenty twelve, and then did we do twenty twelve to twenty sixteen? Is I think we might have. We did. Yeah, I think you might have. Uh, Veronica in chat says Orrin Thomas. Who's that? Uh, <laughs> I, I think he's a guy. Yeah, I think I might know him. He might be able to come. But <laughs> that's a long way to have to come in from uh, from Australia, though. A land down under. Uh, he's, he, he, he has some good sessions uh, back in the day, uh, particularly back in, in uh, Tech at Australia back in the day. Uh, of like you know ten things an administrator needs to know about X <clears throat> or something like that. He would he was very good at gaming the system to get good uh, eyeballs on his content for for uh, titles and abstracts. Very very good. Diego says DevOps is Donovan Brown. Mister, mm, rub a bit of DevOps on it as well. That could work. Yeah, I happen to uh, know him. DevCon veteran a session on Keta would be nice. Mm-hmm. Nice, um, interesting. Is that was that Keta or Kida? It's your emphasis. I don't know. It's too early in the morning. I've only had one cup of coffee. I, I both. <laughs> uh, Ledwig says uh, the list of things that people need to be moving off of or turning off is long enough for multiple sessions. You're mm. not. You're not wrong. You're not wrong on that one. You know what about what about our buddy Mark Morzinski? Oh. That'd be interesting. He always comes up with like crazy like things and he's just unbelievably crazy smart mm-hmm. in the identity space. We can Very reach out to Mark, maybe, maybe, I don't know that. I mean, obviously we've got legacy authentication coming, uh, going away and oh, yeah. turned off by default. Um, Ertle, mm. uh, oh, yeah. I can never say Ertle's last name. Um, so I'm not even going Oskaya? to. Yeah, I'm not even going to try <laughs> my, it. That'd be my that'd be my attempt at it. There, that could there could be one as another one. 
yeah. <clears throat> energized tech session on stepping away from basic auth to a more modern approach in graph API. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Very oh, niche. Oh, Absolute and Lutely has called me out. Legacy auth will be too late as it goes out on October 1st. Ah, uh, Well, yeah, <laughs> but dot, dot, dot. Um, yeah, just timely. like I it's like, you know, there's end of support and no one's actually running production workloads on 2003 anymore, right? Whew. Yeah. Diego's, Diego's checking his contact list on the on his phone. That's nice. he, He's literally name dropping. Like, yeah. he's not making suggestions. He's just name dropping. Yeah, I know. Eh? So <laughs> e- either way, we, we are interested in what your, your suggestions would be and things like that. Just at sign on Twitter, patch and switch. Give us some ideas. Take a look for that tweet. Uh, we have absolutely no authority here. We're just <laughs> collecting the info, coming up with some suggestions uh, to see what would be possible and um, see what actually flies and how that works. We're, uh, we're just and, and and what I should say is, if you haven't already, we'll do our our, our proper corporate thing here. Go to uh, ignite.microsoft.com oh. um, and go. And there is, or there used to be, I think there still is a uh, registration uh, email list that you can join to learn about when registration opens. Uh, and then you will be able to register. And there is this, I want to dispel one of these myths that people have right now. Uh, there will be tickets available for the in-person experience if you want to have an in-person experience in Seattle, if you want to, that will be available. It's not all uh, reserved for specific guests and specific groups and blah, blah, blah. But obviously some of them will be, it's just being the reality there. And there will also be, uh, these regional activations taking place once again. So there will be something taking place in the UK, something taking place in France and Germany, uh, UK, France, Germany, someplace in Latin America, um, as well. And also I think one in China as well, which is kind of cool. Although they probably aren't watching because of time zone difference right now. So coolness we'll see that's that's what i've been focusing on for a lot of stuff right now is thinking about that kind of thing very cool thinking about that kind of thing hmm hmm Hmm. now you've got my brain going now i'm like hmm who could who else could i yeah i know it's 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 where that works it works but uh now i'm curious uh the next segment that we normally do is called beer money the uh, tech support we do for our friends, our family, our friends, families, family. You're only keeping and, us on track because you want to use your little button that plays the things in. I got these. Oh, you can switch to beer talk if you want. But, you know, I got beer money and we also have, you know, random spending. So I'm going in order, going back to beer money. <laughs> this is so cool. I wish I had like a little kind of kind of transition that would happen, but I, I haven't gotten that sophisticated yet. Tiago is uh, exas- exasperated by the fact that there are no special tickets for Patch and Switch uh, viewers. <laughs> well, you know, the, if, 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 uh, if this all pulls off, maybe we should do some kind of a, a, a patio crawl or something like that out in the open air. Uh, completely unaffiliated whatsoever with anything to do with the event, but just simply if you're in town, um, let's go have a beer someplace. At Sign Pats and Switch, hit us up on Twitter uh, for where we go. Did you have any beer money tech support? Uh, I've got some to share, but uh, I'll let you go first if you have some recently. No, uh, it's oddly quiet as 
we're in the in the lull before school begins. So oh, yeah. I would imagine that when I get back, because school begins very very shortly, uh, there will be lots of people pow uh, plugging in the power in their laptops, realizing it hasn't updated in three and a half months, and they need assistance. I I am in a similar boat, but I have two of them, and this is the first one I can share with you. Is behind me on my lovely uh, desk of boxes. Um, Surface device, Surface laptop that uh, is twin number two. This is Grace's uh, machine, uh, powered on while I was away, and um, had a BitLocker error, and basically just said, "Input your backup key." And I'm like, "That shouldn't be happening." Do you have any USB plugs in there or something like that? It's like, "Nope." I'm like, "Turn it off. Turn it back on again. What's going on?" Same thing. Same thing. And basically, I think it's a hard drive that's failed uh, and or corrupted something or the hard drive's working, but something on the TPM on the motherboard has failed because it no longer has the keys to unlock BitLocker anymore. So I go and I take my trusty 32 gig uh, USB drive to be able to go in and download. Actually, I'm walking Kelly through this at like 10 o'clock at night. And she's game for it for some reason. So I gave her the link to the document on how to get your uh, your tech support lined up with Microsoft. They said, go and download the recovery disk. So she goes and I give her the link for the, how to get the recovery image. And she builds the key and it works. Uh, and then booting off of this, in case you don't know, the boot sequence to boot off of a Surface device is power volume down and power button. Yes. And then let go of the power button, but keep the volume down until you see the spinny circles. Trying to explain that in text is rather laborsome. <laughs> but anyway, she managed to boot off of the device and it sits at the keyboard prompt. Which keyboard do you want to use for language? The very first prompt. And nothing works. It's not responsive. The keyboard doesn't work. The screen doesn't work. So I'm like, to me, that the, the, uh, the, the, the board is fried or something like that. So I'm come back from my trip that I was on. I do the same thing with the same key, experience the same problem, try using a dock, try not using a dock, same problem. So it's one of those things today, I think uh, I need to actually call in and log a ticket to say, done this, done that. By the way, I work for Microsoft and it's not working and it's covered under warranty for another two years. So that's one of the things I got to do. The second so, one that I was doing also- So, so real quick, so yeah. the BitLocker issue, my daughter also had that happen on her hp after mm -hmm. an update mm -hmm. and several people in chat have brought up maybe recognize kb issues the community scene bitlocker issues are common with the latest update for windows 11 if i'm not mistaken the and then apps blog and Lily posts the kb article um uh, on that so i don't know if it's that's not going to obviously help you with the with the keyboard no uh, but I mean, it, my, my thought is if I'm actually using the recovery USB, it should work with being able to use the keyboard and it's not. That That is, that's true. So let me ask, did you, so the recovery key for that device that's tied to an email account is not yeah. functional. Is that what it is? So her keys are auto stored with your MSA account that she right. logs in with. There is no key for this laptop inside of her MSA account, which is weird because this machine was from scratch. And but did you build it first? I, I, we took the image off. I was being a good consumer and I took the image off of the, the out of box experience 
and put her ID in it from the very beginning. So it was not me. Oh, wow. Interesting. Very weird. Okay. It did not back up the, back, the the key. So rather, rather annoying. That's my first one. So I've got to continue that later today. The second one, also via text. I don't know what this is. I'm doing these tech support things by text now. Twin number one, which is my other daughter, Ella, is at university. You had to drop her off recently way over in Fargo over there, eh? Just south hey. of Winnipeg. Um, and uh, she was trying to get her um, uh, iPad tablet to work with the campus Wi-Fi. <clears throat> couldn't figure out how to do it. Couldn't get it to work. Couldn't get it to work. And uh, so <laughs> three seconds of doing a Google search of NDSU residence Wi-Fi comes up with a tech support thing about how to do it. There's two different versions of Wi-Fi. One is, uh, and I, this is kind of cool what they've done. They have a Wi-Fi for your laptops and tablets and regular things, but that requires login and authentication and everything else to work. They're using Azure Active Directory. They are a M365 for education school. So cool stuff there. Uh, that works fine for her laptop, but for the tablet, she can't do the same thing. Uh, or she thought she couldn't do the same thing. So uh, she was trying to follow the instructions for how to bring on an IoT device. So you can actually bring an IoT device and use the Wi-Fi on the campus, which is weird. Well, no, um, I mean, TVs, right? Yeah, TVs. They actually give you the example for Roku sticks, and they actually show you how to find how to find the, the MAC address because you basically have to log in to a portal that they have, register the MAC address as being one of yours and you are an active student, and then they will grant you permission to access a special isolated IoT network for being able to do things, yep. uh, which is really freaking cool that they've done that. Tips to you for NDSU IT group for setting that up from a security perspective. That's, um, how, it was done. That's how it was done at Central Washington yep. as well. And did, did you have to plug in the MAC address of the device before it was allowed on? So, so for the TV, yes. For the Roku, we had to do that, and then it yeah. worked. But for the tablet, I'm like, you really should be able to just join what they call the Edu Roam network, uh, which is for the educators. And apparently, at other universities that also use the same network uh, setup as this does, she should be able to, as an active student, go to another campus at another university and oh. simply have Wi-Fi working. So they actually, imagine this, like educational environments actually using a secure network that they then, you know, call back to the, the single ID in Azure Active Directory uh, to be able to identify the student, which would then say, yeah, she's an active student. She should be allowed to access the edu network at campus Central University here in Washington, as opposed to Fargo, uh, for some reason, if she needed to. So very, very cool stuff. It has come a long way. I remember when I was in university, uh, having access to the internet was only via going to a computer science lab, logging in with your ID, and then having access to Usenet networks and <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Gopher? Yeah, so... Did you use Gopher? I, I wasn't Gopher. I, I was mostly on Usenet stuff and, and, okay. and boards like that for when I was doing stuff. Kind of fun. So that was my interesting beer money escapades that I've been doing recently. Um, so far, so good. I'm I'm really impressed with the university setups. Uh, my Like I said, my oldest one, she went very, very similar uh, scenario where you're having to register things and they have different 
Yeah. Why am I getting alerted from Teams while I'm, I'm not, on a call? I'm, I'm not team. I'm not Teams chatting you, as far as I know. Uh, no, but my team is. Nice. <clears throat> is there a way I can put myself on? Okay. Anyway, we'll figure <laughs> that out. That's that's just a hey, yes. <laughs> You, your, your team should know that they can just simply join the chat room and then ping you in chat if they need to. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's actually my extended team at, at this point. Mm. So I'm just going cool. to mute this notification there because I don't know how to mute notifications broadly. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah. If only Windows had a way of doing that somehow. <clears throat> I don't if know. Only. If, if only. only. So, yeah, so no beer money support for me, but beer talk. Oh, let me get, oh, there's the banner. Look at that. Uh, so I've come Led, to the land. Ledwig, Ledwig, just go and just turn, turn on your percussion music for like five minutes, okay? <laughs> turn on your tiki music for five minutes. Um, so I'm here in the, in the land of Dallas-Fort Worth and uh, was driving was driving by. I, I just wanted to get my bearings again as it's been a couple of years and was driving down the road headed toward where the, the facilities are here and happened to see a total line and the car just kind of turned in into just, the parking lot. just kind of turned yeah yeah it's like <laughs> uh so ran into total wine and we are spoiled in the pacific northwest it, it has a good access to a lot of different craft breweries so there are a lot of craft brews here the majority of which are not local. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I was seeing a lot from our neck of the woods and seeing some from other areas of Texas, but not a lot of local things here. Um, and what I was able to find was in the was on the shelves of the uh, of the warm beer variety. So they had not yet been chilled because, you know, our total wine, you go to the back of the store and there's like yeah, this like massive all these, yeah, free, fridges all over the place. No, what they have in the refrigerator section here are, hang on. If you bring up a seltzer, I'm going to punch you next time I see you. Oh, my God, it's a seltzer. <laughs> okay, it's not just a seltzer, though. It's Can, can, can we? Yeah, I, I see that. I can see alcohol. It's, t oh, my God, 10%? <laughs> that's, like, that's like a bar strength drink at a uh -huh. cheap bar. Uh-huh. Interesting. <laughs> Then they also have the big jugs of big jugs of, them? of margarita, pre-mixed margaritas in every <laughs> flavor known to man. <laughs> like, like a mini keg or something like that? Oh, yeah. They're, they're liters, multi-liters. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. And, then, and then just Oof. outside the fridge are the little tins with the salt. Oh, okay. And then they sell individual packets of lime packets of lime like lime yeah, juice or lime spices juice. yeah or like a just a little like almost a mini bottle of of, of fresh lime juice that's refrigerated uh, no i have not seen that at our total wine we'd have to go yeah look this was and 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 i was i was gonna go for like maybe just grabbing a six pack of shiner or something and i know shiner i mean shiner is a local beer to texas but <laughs> right. it's kind of you know mass distributed everywhere yeah, it's, now. it's not a craft beer but it's a good beer yeah Crafty enough. Um, I was gonna grab one of those, uh, and then I saw that I saw these things at ten percent, and I went, eh, "I'll have to give that a try." I bought a little four pack, and had one, and I was like, "Yep, it's ten percent." 
<laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, but, but um, and then I, I, I went to grab some dinner and I, I sat down and, and of course being the, you know, solo traveler, you sit at the bar. So I sit at the bar and okay, get you something to drink. I'm like, how about something local? Yeah. He goes, Shiner. And I'm like, <laughs> that's a few hours that way, but sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, however, I did discover there is one brewery uh, that is about 10 minutes away from the airport. Um, and I have just been notified of, 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 of a delay. Perfect. So well, I will, uh, explore said brewery and bring back the results to mm -hmm. my friends here who may or may not be interested in, um, of your, uh, in, in the brewery that's in Grapevine, Texas. And I'm actually looking it up because I want to say it, it was hops and grain, but that's actually in Austin. So I've got to find the other one. Nice. Uh, for me, I will say I'm just trying to pull up my untapped list here. Hop um, and Sting. That's the name of it. Hop oh, nice. and Sting. For, for my untapped list. Come on. This is my beers. Did you have some? Okay. You were up in the Canadians, right? No. No. I, well, just south of Canadians. I was I was in the Fargos. <clears throat> most oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, where is my nude olds? There we go. Uh, I've, uh, I explored cause as I always do when I go places, I explore different breweries and I had to go visit, uh, Drecker. Have you heard of Drecker brewing before? No, I have not. Drecker brewing is based out of Fargo. Uh, it is a beautiful freaking beautiful setup. They've taken one of the old, uh, turn of the century, uh, post and timber construction rail, uh, buildings. That would be used for storage of rail cars and engines and stuff like that. They've converted that into a brewery. It's absolutely immaculately done. But these folks specialize in those milkshake beers you and I were talking about before, where you'll oh, have yeah. like a mango peach pineapple sour that actually is very much like a milkshake. Uh, or they'll have like I had one that was called Brains after the <laughs> zombie thing. Uh, and they that was another kind of fruit kind of mixture for kind of stuff. Amazing, beautiful setup, beautiful, uh, different sours and different uh, milkshake style beer. Uh, our friends, uh, Bruce and Claire, uh, you know, Bruce and Claire, they they were uh, upset that we were there without them because they really like Drecker Brewing. Uh, so that was kind of cool. In addition to Drecker Brewing, I went to the Fargo Brewery because there's a brewery for Fargo, uh, which also was very, very good. I had a nice uh, red ale that was over there as well, uh, among a couple of other ones. So I did, as tradition, uh, go through and try some different local brews while on the road uh, and was pretty uh, impressed. And someone mentioned earlier in the chat about the Ignite timeframe in October, yes. at least doing some kind of a, a patio kind of visit kind of thing. Yeah, um, I'm anxious and interested because I was talking to the head brewer over at uh, Bellevue Brewing, uh, Tony, and he's finally gotten through the first batch of beer that's now should be coming out of the fermenter tanks and being pumped directly into the serving tanks. Oh, that lovely. should be, I think, this week. I need to touch base with them later today to find out if it's been done yet. So um, I'm excited to see some of that stuff work from a logistical perspective. That's okay. lovely. That's 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 lovely. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm excited to hear that. I need to go yeah. check that out. And and just to kind of wrap the section up, uh, you know, as soon as you mentioned margaritas in a can and different vodka spirits. Uh, no, they're vodka. big bottles, dude. <laughs> 
<laughs> but Veronica is asking, is this just a Texas thing? Can anyone in other states or countries please verify if well, this is localized? I'm not sure if it's a Texas thing in general or if it's just a Dallas-Fort Worth thing. Mm, true. Because um, I had no problem finding craft breweries in Houston. Obviously, Austin, there's there's a ton. Um, and I, you know, I, I know that there's Deep Ellum, but that's that's more near downtown. Um, and that's, only, you know, I mean, it's only a 20 minute drive, but you know, it's still a 20 minute drive. So, yeah, I, uh, I it was very intriguing. I and I and that's why I had to try it. I mean, when you yeah. see something like that, you're just like. Uh, and Deep Eddy also had some, but they oh, were yeah. they were only, um, I believe, six or seven percent. So. Yeah. Now, now with the lag that we have and people talking about stuff in the background, we completely missed this one here from uh, Scott talking about Edu Rome is great. We have an inside scoop of being able to talk to someone. Maybe we should have him on sometime to talk oh, about this cool. Edu Rome thing uh, yeah. and possible integration into M365 and, and other identification, uh, other identity solution provider and how that works. Uh, because Scott would have had to work with this kind of stuff in his yeah, previous probably. life. In his in his pre-retirement life, <laughs> yeah. If he remember if he remembers any of that, or if he's just forgotten it all because well, he's, <laughs> he's, he's retired he's, now. He's he turned off the turn. switch. Yeah, turn exactly. Switch. Just quick, it's all done. Yeah, absolutely. I, I I'm waiting for him to start his full time sponsored um, Dole Whip slash uh, Tiki cruising podcast coming to you soon on Spotify or other podcasting solutions that you happen to have. Did you just force him to create a podcast? Just I now? think I think we should. I think we should. Uh, we should have him on, or we could even possibly open up a segment of the show for like the the, the, the tiki reporter or something like that <laughs> coming in for the and tiki, now the the tiki report <laughs> with Scott Ludwig. Nice. That could work. <laughs> so. uh, he says he was mostly a user rather than an implementer. And he says a podcast sounds like a lot of work. It's, it is. I mean, look how much work we're doing right here. It's crazy. Uh, <laughs> quick, quick. I'll, I'll change sections from beer beer talk over here to random spending. Oh, real quick, though. We have to. Callahan says lime juice and, and ketchup like packets. It was not that. I have seen those. They were little kind of little disposable bottles. Yeah. Oh, there we go. I, I saw the ketchup like packets uh, on the airplane coming back. Oh, yeah, in in the in the uh, in the first class area, they had the uh, they had oh, the glasses. They, they had the glasses with the actual fruit slices on the sides for their drinks, yeah. and then in in the commoners area, <laughs> where I was, um, they, they would hand you a little 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 uh, ketchup packet of, of lime juice <laughs> for for your drink. Uh, so I definitely have experienced those uh, firsthand. But uh, random spending, my friend. Random um, spending. Do you have any random spending of late that uh, you can share that you've done? I, I just wrote a check for a lot of nearly money. Nearly six figures of random. <laughs> we have uh, we have selected all of the options on the the new estate oh, uh, in in the Los snow Quintus. estate. The so, snow yes. estate. Yes, exactly. Uh, we thought we had everything done, and then um, the the uh, chief executive decorator office notified of a of a, of a last minute breaking change. Last minute breaking change. 
Yeah. You're not supposed to do last minute breaking changes on a Friday. Uh, well, it happened. <laughs> um, and then uh, said change also affected power. So we needed to adjust power. And then we, ha uh, so high voltage. And then we also had to adjust low voltage because said change required a move of cable, uh, uh, ethernet slash oh, yeah. cable television slash yeah. uh, Smurf tube in the wall. So yes, there's uh, an awful lot of random spending for that. And then I've started building out my Excel spreadsheet of net networking equipment, net new networking equipment for oh. the new place with the new uh, Ubiquity uh, solutions, the, yep. the, 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 the pro uh, with, the, with the POE on it. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, and then I, I think I'm just going to go Wi-Fi 6. I, I, yeah. I think it just makes sense just to drop in Wi-Fi 6. Might as well. Um, and um, I am debating, and, and this is, I, I legit almost asked you this question several times uh, when, we, when we've been chatting, but held it for the show. I know that you use the in-wall uh, uh, adapters that basically light up a room, right? Yep. Did about how much coverage does the, do those do those light up? You can adjust the strength of the um, um, the strength of the signal, the radio of the radios on those devices. I'm just having uh, uh, it looks like someone's coming home right now, and the dogs did not bark, which is amazing. That they didn't oh. bark. Um, the so you can tune the strength to make it very compartmentalized, so it's isolated to the room, or that it bleeds through the walls. Uh, so you you choose basically, uh, and I am going to be replacing the ones that I have, which are the first gen ones, with the Wi-Fi six ones once they become plentiful, because uh, they're not currently plentiful right now. Yeah, so I'm just debating because I've got I've got drops in the ceiling, one in the main area downstairs, mm -hmm. one in the main hallway upstairs, and then obviously one outside on the patio because. Let's just be honest. If I can be outside 300 and oh, yeah. a year, I'm probably going to be outside at least for part of the day. So I need to have, you know, proper, proper high speed internet access. Um, but I did, I did use the ubiquity tool where I took my floor plan. Yeah. And then I drew the lines and I drew where hard walls were. And then I've got every wall on the interior of the house is also insulated um, because it was so ridiculously cheap to do it. I don't know yeah. why you wouldn't. Yeah, might as well. Uh, uh, other than it really makes it hard to run cables after you've done that. <laughs> but, uh, uh, and it turns out I've got just a couple of spots that are on the on the weaker side. And I wasn't sure if dropping another access point in the room or using the in walls. And I'm thinking. Probably the in walls because they also come with the with a, a, a land jack, right? It's gigabit, right? That is why. Yes. The in walls yeah. I switched to because they have a mini switch built into them. So for rooms like my office here, I've got an in wall that I use that covers my Wi-Fi devices like my phones and other stuff like that. But then it has the mini switch that I can then plug in the devices that are in there. The older APs, like the flying saucers, they have one of those that you can actually use, uh, but you fill that up very, very quickly. 
the in walls actually have more and the newer in walls have, I think, five per room. So if you want ultimate coverage, you would get one of those in walls for the bedrooms and or offices so that they have coverage really well dedicated for uh, Wi-Fi devices in that space. You would then tone down the radio frequency strength to make it so it stays within that room. And then you would roam appropriately as you're in the hallway or someone else's office. But then you'd have five drops off of the one cable uh, that comes into that office or that, that bedroom. So that's where I'm going. Yeah, I was I was curious because one of the areas that's that's kind of weak is is actually near where the fireplace would be. Yeah. And there's a drop right there because that's where a TV's gonna go and it's going to need Ethernet. So I could you probably know, just throw one of those up there and it's just turn it up just a little bit so mm -hmm. it covers that gap because it's just where so there's there's the the wife acceptance factor. Yeah. The the He's... chief design officer does not want a flying saucer not in the hallway. Yeah, it's even though I just want to move it another five feet out. Here's here's a use for the Surface Duo device. It's about this big. <laughs> yeah, and then, that's all I use it for right now. Is a problem. Well, but it would be it would actually be behind the TV. That shouldn't be an issue, right? Yeah, yeah. correct. That would not be an issue. Yeah, so there you go. I mean, we've completely sidetracked the conversation. No, 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 it's a random spend, and it's completely valid. My random spend that I wanted to share before we go off to the naming segment. Uh, is uh, I, I see that uh, energized tech just happened to see in the background. Riley kind of stood up and walked around and, and came <laughs> away. Um, he's definitely fuzzy. Uh, my random spend was was not work related and not tech related, sort of a little bit, but not really. Um, I finally went and pulled the trigger and bought a uh, new uh, brewing piece of equipment because I had to sell all of the brewing equipment because I moved to this house. Um, I have the steam condenser lid that goes on top of the boil kettle by Spike Brewing to reduce and or eliminate the steam that you get when you make beer, which can ruin your walls and other things if you're doing it inside the house. The second thing that I bought was a new unitank conical fermenter oh. um, that is also from Spike Brewing because it was on sale. And I was like, well, you know, I, I just got to do it. So. Uh, we shall be brewing at some point, but right now I only have the lid for a pot that I don't own <laughs> and then a conical fermenter, which will work great, but I have nothing to put to, to make to be able to put inside of it. So there you uh, go. both of those happen to be quite good. There you go. Uh, real quick, we should say, please submit your three work safe words. Oh, yes. Um, and look, the naming segment. Ba, ba, ba. I can't yeah, see any of that, so I have no idea do, which one's going on. Do you have a link to the tool? No, Joe, um, uh, Steve slash Jared did not leave us anything, so I have no idea how to bring that up on the tool or the website. Um, I could share a, a web You could share a web browser if you know how to get to it, but I have no. No, clue. I don't. I don't know how to get to it. And, and, uh, Jared is listening. He was in the uh, he was in the uh, the chat, so maybe he could put the link in the chat that you could hit to see our naming segment, but you would have to share the screen. I can't share my screen. But typically we'll go off and take three work safe words. Uh, we could do this in 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 uh, post-production, if you will, uh, to be able to go off and, and take a look at something if you wanted to. But um, we we can't even like I, we can't even scroll back and take a look at the words. I can't. So I think we, we have do? Pateo. I've seen Pateo. Wait, what, what do we do? I've seen hotel. 
Right. Hotel should make sense because you're from a hotel. So I've seen Kid Candy Store. <clears throat> um, I got one. Uh, <laughs> lot, lot, let's do line packet, hotel. Hotel, line packet. <laughs> packing. Packing? Oh, or, the, the cubes, the cubes, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I, I will take note of this with my OneNote file and okay, say cool. hotel, lime packet, and packing cubes. Yeah. Awesome, All one man. word, packing cubes. Kowski um, wants to know how the two of us are going to brew, uh, if, uh, how we're going to brew if we are states apart. Uh, they make airplanes. Yeah. <laughs> Very, very true. Um, <laughs> but uh, I don't know if I can do this. Can I do this? It's that time, folks. Can you? Say goodbye. I don't know if you can hear me over the music. But... I want. I can turn the music down. Oh, you turn the music down? Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Very cool. Very cool. I appreciate that. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say goodbye and 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 good afternoon. Good evening. Uh, to our chat folks, uh, particularly Jan. Veronica, thanks for joining. Uh, Absoblog and Luli, uh, another random IT guy who I think has fallen asleep. Uh, Callahan, it's good to see you. A DEFCON veteran, Energize Tech, good to see you. And the PowerShell uh, joining us. Fair Brit from over in the UK. Val Temper from down in the, uh, the PDX oh, wow. version. Jan's here. Uh, Kay McFerrin-Kowski. Ledwig, thanks for joining us. Tiago. Uh, Veronica, as previously mentioned, Vizio MVP. We're back in a fortnight, allegedly. Until then, have a weekend, everybody. Oh, look, it, it loops even. That's awesome. <laughs> Can you right. know how to end the show? I do. I, I press this button here. Okay. Muted. Did you mute yourself? Wait, are you muted? I wasn't. It muted me automatically. <laughs> I love it. Oh. Is this where Jared would just let this play for another 10 minutes or so? Just a couple minutes, yeah. Yeah. What, what's the purpose of that? Oh, I don't know. We're not muted, though. <laughs> what? We've got hot mics? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, folks, as we figure this out. <laughs>